Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mums That Meet podcast. Um, today is a different episode. So today is actually the end of season one. Well, not today, but <laughs> we have come to the end of season one. And I didn't just want to end the season silently. I really did want to just do a little episode just to say to you guys, thank you. Thank you for listening. I've had over 500 listens and to me that's amazing and I'm a big believer of you celebrate your wins whether they're big or whether they're small so I'm just so thankful that over 500 people have decided to listen to me (laughs) every week obviously not just me me and my guests so honestly thank you um thank you to my guests thank you to the 12 it's 12 women and my husband Cess I literally hands on my heart I've learned something from every single one of my guests that's come on this podcast every time I sit down and speak to them it's it's funny because for me it feels like the episodes fall um so they might not all be recorded in the way that they're released out to you guys but when the time when I'm editing them to release out to the public it's like it's the perfect timing for me like the message that I'm editing is literally the message that I need to be hearing (laughs) so it's been so amazing for me to speak to all these amazing guests hear everybody's journey and get something from that as well so honestly thank you to every single one of you guys that's joined me on the podcast and you know, shared your episode with your followers or your audience and brought them over to the platform as well. Honestly, I'm so appreciative. I just kind of wanted to speak about four things that I've learned throughout this 13-week process of the podcast. Um, And the first thing is, if you want to do something, you just got to plan and you just got to get it done. I think um, for me, I, I think I've said it before, I'm a planner. I love to plan. I love to make my plans look good. I like to have an in-depth plan, but with the podcast, so for me, so for mums that me, I actually have a vision board of the different goals that I'm wanting for it. Sorry. And the podcast has always been on that vision board. However, when we was going into this year, I kind of expected to start the podcast towards the end of the year, probably around now. But then obviously we went into lockdown and um, yeah, so another thing was events was meant to be um on top of is that was the top of the vision board should i say to see you guys face to face actually meet in real life build like our connections in real life but unfortunately we all got put in lockdown so it just made sense to start the podcast an earlier time and i'm just so thankful that i did i'm so thankful that i put a plan in place and i executed it because I feel like prior to that, I really did struggle to actually execute something. And like I said before, we really need to celebrate our wins, whether they're small or big. And this has been a major win for me. I really didn't expect to do the podcast this early on. I didn't expect to have 13 episodes in my first season. I didn't expect to have over 500 listens. So honestly, it's been such an amazing learning curve. Um, to add on to what I've learned about make, um, making a plan and getting it done is taking action. Honestly, I think that's probably the biggest thing, taking action. There was times when, I'm not going to lie, because sometimes I record the podcast in the evening or I'm tired, I've had a really hard day with the twins, had a really hard day trying to work and I think, oh my God, I really cannot be bothered to record the podcast right now or to edit the podcast right now. 
but I push through because there's a bigger cause. I've got a bigger why. I want to help you guys. I want to help myself. So I just push through. I get it done. As soon as I get on the recording with the lady, because generally it was a lady, obviously there was Seth, the only exception. I feel 10 times better. I feel so free. Like I said, I learned something. So honestly, taking action, sometimes the thought of taking action feels so much worse than actually just doing the action. So yeah, that's another big thing I've learned. Um, another thing is believing in yourself and what believing in yourself can actually do for you. So for me, I'm someone that my motivation goes up and it goes down and it goes up and it goes down. So it needed a lot of self-motivation from myself, being a self-starter and believing in myself that I could do this to actually keep going week in, week out. Like some weeks, I'm not going to lie, I felt ill. Like I said, some evenings I feel tired, But I had to believe in myself and think, you know what, like, how much do you want this? How much do you really want to do this? And just um, believing that I can do it. And I think that's really helped me to carry on. So like I'm saying, the days and the weeks where I was really not feeling it, I still carried on. I still pushed through and believed in myself that I can do it. And here I am, like I'm saying, 13 episodes deep and over 500 listens. And to me, that, like I said, that's an amazing achievement. I guess some people may not think that's a lot, but for me, I'm more than proud of that. So yeah, believing in yourself and then seeing the results can just be amazing. And then lastly, what, and one thing I want to mention as well is don't underestimate how much what you're doing is helping people. I think that's another thing I've learned. Because I think, obviously, where we put things out to the public and it's available for people to, I guess, message us and tell us, we kind of expect, well, like, well, in an ideal world, <laughs> you expect people to message you every day, like, oh my God, that podcast was amazing. Keep it coming, keep it going. That's helped me so much. And I'm going to be really honest with you, I didn't get that every day, but I did get it here and there. And to me, that was a big wake up call to think, you know what, this is helping people. They may not tell you that it's helping them because there could be so many reasons why they could be embarrassed they could um they might not realize that it actually was you but it could have been what listening to you or watching you could have sparked something in them so they may not have noticed that it was you might have thought it came from them but it, initially it was you um there's so many reasons why people may not reach out to tell you but just understand that what you're putting out there whether people come to tell you or not is helping someone and at a minimum if it's not helping someone it's helping you because like I said, I've, most of these things I'm saying to you, I've learned, just take action. I've learned from every single one of my guests. I've learned if I believe in myself, I can do anything. So at absolute minimum, you're helping yourself. So just don't underestimate what you're doing. Don't think, oh, if no one messages me, if no one likes it, if no one comments on it, like it's not helping people. I'm talking bigger than the podcast, obviously. That's why I'm saying like, like anything that you're doing, don't think, oh, I'm not helping no one. You are helping someone. They just may not tell you that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I could go on for ages and ages of what I've learned, but I just kind of wanted to just do a quick sum up. And yeah, so I'll be taking a small break before season two starts. I expect season two to start in September. Um, expect more amazing guests. Um, yeah, I, I, to be fair, I, I don't want to let you know who's coming on here yet. So <laughs> keep updated for that. Another thing is I'm hopefully planning, not I'm hopefully, I'm being, putting it into universe. I'm starting a new weekly segment, little motivational um podcast like a little 10 minutes every week to kind of keep us all going and keep us all on track so look out for that as well and yeah if you just keep up to date with 
me on Instagram. So if you follow Mums That Meet on Instagram or you follow Silla Crystal on Instagram, I'll be keeping you guys updated over there throughout the break from between season one and season two. I'll still be putting mo- motivational stuff up there and um, letting you guys know when to expect the new episodes, letting you guys know when to expect the new segment. And yeah, honestly, a big, big, big thank you to everyone. Like, I can't thank you enough. Um, So yeah, thanks again for listening and I'll see you in season two. Thank you again for listening. And if you enjoyed the episodes, please do leave a rating or a review. To keep up to date with the platform, please follow at MomsThatMe on Instagram or you can follow my personal page at Crystal. Okay, so hi guys, welcome back to season two. Pod, oh sorry, what what is it even? Okay, so, <laughs> so hi guys, welcome back to season two of the Mums That Meet podcast. Today I'm sitting down with the lovely Tolu. Thank you so much for joining me, Tolu. Um, could you give everyone a little intro on who you are? Honestly, I'm so excited to have you because I'm not going to lie, like finance is probably the thing I struggle with the most right now, even though it's not all about finance, but I would, I'm definitely excited to hear the tips that you got for us. Um, I guess let's just get straight into it. So what was your childhood like? Just so we can kind of get an understanding of who you are and how you're even the taller you are today. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> I can imagine. Didn't they all? <laughs> yeah, they did. So it was good. We had, had a good chance, I'd say. Oh, that's good. That's good. So I guess, because like you said, you had, well, I guess you got had a pretty big family if there were six of you in the house, really, six isn't us, it? Yeah. So did you always then want like a family for yourself and always wanted to be a mum? You know what? Is it bad if I say no? <laughs> I, I <would> <laughs> no, it's really not, honestly, because I'm the same. always thought about it yeah 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 yeah. yeah 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 that's exactly like me I feel like I was just all about career life and just being successful or whatever that yeah kids was just the last thing so no not just you don't worry don't worry so does that mean that you did you plan to be a mum or did it just kind of was it a surprise yeah 
I can. Yeah. Honestly, that's a question. That's for another day, boy. Because honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is crazy, isn't it? That extra pressure that's just put on you for no reason. But I guess the good thing is you got your three lovely boys out of it. So that's the good thing. wasn't yeah yeah but when i did have my son i was like oh my gosh is this what it's like to have a child i could have done this earlier like yeah okay wow i can't i didn't realize how amazing it would be having children until i had them yeah yeah so i guess that kind of goes into the next question so your expectation of what motherhood what was your expectation of motherhood versus what you actually went through slash even go through should i say oh that's so funny because now my answer is going to be <laughs> you think my answer would be like, oh, it, it was a walk in the park, and it definitely wasn't, and it definitely ended up being ten times harder than what I thought it would be. Yeah. At the same time, so I had, like I said before, my brothers are a lot younger than me, so I had quite. A, I grew up in a Nigerian house, so it was like we were like second moms to those boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I've got this. <laughs> yeah, I've got this. I know how to look after because I've been doing this all my life. And it wasn't until I had my son, I realised, oh, all of that was nothing. No, <laughs> it's different, life. isn't it? When it's your own. It's a, it's a different level of responsibility. So, like, oh, wow, this is a lot of pressure. I can't just hand this baby over when I want a break. Or I can't just be like, oh, not today. I don't fancy looking after this boy today. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and ha- I guess so. It being a shock to your system, did you? Did that mean you found it hard to maybe adjust to it, or how was that part for you? Um, no, I say I adjusted okay. I kind of just had to roll with it. So yeah. I didn't really have time to process it. If that makes sense. So in hindsight, I look back and like, how on earth did I do that? But at the time, it was like fight or flight. Like, this yeah, it's true. Crazy. it's true i think that's probably the superheroes in us mums because it's like so many people say like how do you do this how do you do that like when you've got no choice you just get it done i guess isn't it there's yeah. nothing you could do twins, and i look at people's twins i'm like how on oh. earth do you guys do like i just take my hands off to you because i just have Mate. one and i'm it's all I know, though. That's the thing I always say to people. Like, I've yeah. met mums that had a single child, then had multiple, 
and for yeah. them it's 10 times harder because they're so used to having yeah. one whereas yes. I feel like if I have one now I'll probably just be all over the place so I'm just like wait <laughs> so used to doing two but it's funny because when I see mums who've got triplets, because I see that whereas whereas I have multiples, then I'm yeah, yeah, I feel how people feel to me, so I get it. Yeah, yeah I do get it. So honestly, oh, thank you. Honestly, so what did you do um, career-wise before you had children? Um, my background actually is in marketing. So oh wow, marketing. same. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. So, because, do you know what? I think, just based off your social media, I feel like we had similar stories in that sense because I was in marketing as well and I got made redundant. So, was it from, like, when you got made redundant, was it when you got made redundant you went into doing the money coach stuff or was you doing that on the side anyway and then... Okay, cool, cool. So, I started doing Yeah. Just came from there. That's just what you've always done. Yeah. Oh god, this COVID world that we're living in. <laughs> so. No, no, no. Go on, carry on. Yeah. It always ends up being that way, doesn't it? It's always like, you couldn't have planned it, but this actually worked out. Worked out in my favour. Pretty well. Yeah. That's good. So you said you started the Money Coach stuff, well, you started documenting your whole financial journey and stuff, 2018. So how did that start? Yeah, okay, so just to rewind even a bit more before that, so 2016 was when we That's good though, two years of that amount of money. That's amazing. Uh, so I started off with a blog 
along the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so cool and I feel like it's nice to hear a success story like that because ha like so many of us can get into debt like it's so quick to happen like like you say like it just can be out of nowhere and it's a vicious cycle a little bit you spend the money then you need more money to get yourself out of it and all that type of stuff so even this is even I'm asking for myself as well and for anyone else out there like what was you what, what would you say was like the biggest thing that kind of helped you get out of that debt even in such a quick amount of time as well it was a mindset change 100% I think the first phase and the biggest part of it is changing your mind making that decision in your head that I actually need to do this I'm hell or high water yeah. and then actually commit to that process because it's easy to say I want to get out of debt like I, I get DMs all the time people are like oh yeah I want to pay my debt I want to pay my debt yeah. and the question I ask them is that like, okay Sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> Do you know what? I love that because I feel like I'm kind of going through like a finance journey right now. Like me and my husband just started working for ourselves full time, all that types of things. So as you can imagine, it comes with its own financial challenges. <laughs> but um, I feel like reading certain financial books has helped, like you're saying, with the mindset. And it is a game changer, even like the way you talk about money and all that type of stuff. It really does help you. So like for any of the listeners or I guess watchers whatever is there like I'm putting you on a bit on the spot here because I didn't actually tell you I was going to ask you this question but <laughs> is there like any like books like what's maybe one or two books you'd recommend oh, to someone at the beginning of their yeah. financial journey to what they can read to help with their mindset and all those types of things so for mindset one book that I would definitely recommend is called Your Money or Your Life by author called The Big Yeah. Robin. Really? 
in wow I need to write this down right now yeah your money or your life that book is absolutely amazing for mindset it really just makes you it talks all about your um, your mindset towards money and it just makes you see money in a different light like yeah. you think about your real hourly wage it talks about your um, basically talking about your your money your biggest currency is your time isn't it so we like focus more on the money but in that book it really talks to you about your life basically yeah He's good, Dave Ramsey, isn't he? Yeah, I was gonna say everyone needs to check out your page if they want want to get like their finance. Because even me, the ones you said I haven't read. I did ask you. Remember, I asked you not too long ago for some recommendations. I've got them in my Audible, but I haven't got round to reading them yet. But I did read one not too long ago, and um, it was the same thing that you're saying about how like your money, time is money basically, and you know like when you're in a space of being broke or not having money you don't value your time well and then you're actually working for less so you know like especially like i'm saying me and my husband working for ourselves that's such a big thing now to not just take jobs for the sake of the money take it because what you value yourself at basically but no i definitely need to get these other books on my list okay Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, you need to, you need to email him and get one. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> So then, so I feel like this is a personal opinion, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. So for me, especially what I've been going through financially, I do kind of feel like finance can be linked to your confidence a lot. And you know, like how we all care about like our mind, body, soul. I do feel like finance should be like another one of those within that. And obviously sometimes that can be quite controversial because you don't want to like, there's this thing that people say like, you know, money isn't everything. But I do believe it gives you choices and, you know, does make you feel a bit confident. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think money, the way I see, uh, I did a post yesterday actually, it's so funny that you said that, because I'm like, your self-worth is not determined by your net worth. Yeah. What I mean by that is that, yeah, I see money as a tool. So it's a tool for me to do the things that are important to me. Yeah. But I don't think I place my value in money, if that makes sense. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, yeah. Because before it's like money was more of a status thing. So mm-hmm. when you have a certain amount of money, or people think you have a certain amount of money, you carry yourself in a certain way, and people perceive you in a certain way. But yeah. It's like, okay, when we take that away from you, who are you, kind of thing? Um, yeah. That's important. Who you are to your core, kind of thing, with or without the money. Yeah. So people sometimes say, you know, when someone starts 
certain amount of money, they change and all these things. But I don't think that that should necessarily happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you are who you are, and you should be who you are with all that money yeah and you know what it's so true and i feel like this is why someone like me is on the journey i'm on because i feel like i guess it's the way i've been brought up like money has had a high value so it is um it's like teaching yourself like you're saying whether i've got five pounds or five million pounds it's more about me and money is actually a tool so it, it to be fair like i do believe that too i do believe this at all like i was saying it gives you more options and you've got yeah, you can oh, use yeah. it to like and i guess in that sense in my eyes i feel like um that's where the confidence comes but it's just definitely something i wanted to mention because i feel like especially as mums as well it, it's one of those things that i feel like maybe we don't take finance seriously or like a lot of people just kind of get by as well and it's a thing not a lot of people talk about it as well that's another thing and we all know parenthood comes with its own financial stresses so that's why I'm even so excited to have you on here today because I just want people to even know who you are so they can go follow you and just because I really do get a lot of advice and tips and and I feel motivated seeing like your journey that you put on um, social media and stuff and I love your consistency and for me like especially as you're a mum how the hell do you keep so consistent (laughs) and how do you like where do you get that motivation to keep going and pushing out this information okay a couple of things so i'd say my biggest motivation and my why is my children and my family yeah that's the really strong why that i have and it really keeps me going on the days that i don't feel like doing it's like no i can see where i'm trying to get to i can see the future that i want for us yeah 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 Because I feel like that's exactly, for me, similar with mums that meet. Those are the things that keep me going. Like you're saying, it's your why. And that's why I do push to people that you need to have a why. You can't just do things for the sake of doing them. You well, need to know. Yeah, right. exactly. When the going, going gets tough, there needs to be something bigger. To yeah, keep that keeps you going. So, no, it's so nice to actually hear you say that as well. And like you're saying, again, having those people messaging you or just telling you. Because I think, to be fair, the thing that I am, but I try to respond to them, obviously. Because some people watching, but not everyone will actually message you. Yeah, but you, for example, me, I'm 
lot, but definitely over me. So no, but I definitely like that though. Um, so let's go back to motherhood a little bit. So when you become a became a mum, did it affect your confidence at all? so like for me mentally I mean has been crazy I mean it still is <laughs> but um what about you so how did you so in terms of like for me identity things like that that's one thing that I really struggled with in terms of my confidence when I became a mum um it doesn't sound like necessarily that's something you went through so what oh no no oh you that's, that, you had that oh okay you had that too <laughs> Oh really? And he wouldn't have died. Do you know what I mean? He <laughs> literally, he was fine. He probably he don't even remember it. But you right. remember the holiday that you had that was amazing for your birthday. Do you know what I mean? I feel like sometimes you've got to put yourself first. And as long as there's no direct harm to them, then, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you must, I know the mum guilt must have been mad because sometimes you feel bad just going to the shops, let alone a whole holiday. Let alone a whole 10 nights away from your baby. No, I don't agree. You did the ten, really? honestly. I honestly, I just, I'm just such a strong believer of mums, especially taking time out for ourselves. Because I feel like we just don't do it. We literally. Do you do it like generally? I'm not obviously the holiday for yourself, um, day weekly or. Like, or burnout and I'm 
like just about surviving, then I'm not going to be the best mum to be speaking anyway. So it's better. Let me go away. Let me step away from you guys. Let me recharge. And then I can come back and be refreshed. So yeah. I definitely to take time out for myself. So even things like me going running, I know for some people, like that is not my idea of fun. But that is my release. That's my Yeah, no, it should um, be. I love that. Have my time kind of thing. And yeah, even meeting up with friends. My birthday, I'll go out with my friends. Yeah, I, I like to still do me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's yeah. important because, like I said, I think too many times as mums we don't do it. We yeah. do the mum guilt is so strong that it just takes over everything. Like I said, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I yeah. think another thing people maybe assume that taking time out is bigger than what it is, whereas it's not. Like I said, it can even just be a run. If you don't want to yeah. run, you can even go for a walk. Just something. Exactly. <laughs> just go just clear. Yeah, hundred percent. Just go and sit in the garden, have a cup of tea, and read your magazine or read. Yeah. I try and do it as much as I can definitely. Like, yeah, I was out with my friends a few weeks ago. I don't know we're going to be able to do that again now with this new. Honestly, these lot are killing us. Killing us. Yeah, it's I definitely think it's so important as moms to definitely have our own time. And not yeah. just our time, but our Yeah, exactly. It's so important too. I think that gets connected a lot when we Yeah. It really does. But you have to remember that these, these kids, they're going to grow, they're going to leave. And, and it's back to you two back. now. <laughs> do, you, do you have any like any tips or any advice on like what would you say to a married couple or a couple or what they should do to kind of keep that love alive and forget each other? so true so i totally agree because me and my husband say well um, our mums live probably 15 minutes each way from us so like every week but ever so often at least once a month we'll get the night and but like you will do like a decent bedtime so you can have the evening and i think like to any other mums out there that maybe you know having feel like they're losing the sleep, so important like saying to have the bedtime so the kids can actually go to sleep so you can have the time to yourself because otherwise we're all at the same time no one's really like you're not getting that adult time and it's so important to just have that is yeah but i know there's some moms as well obviously the kids are still in the bed and yeah yeah it's true there's just so many i guess so many circumstances that make it hard but like the one thing i would say is just do what works best for you so the baby's still in the bed you look chill in the living room for a little bit have your exactly. time and then come back to bed you know just make it work i guess but it's no. something that works be conscious and make a conscious 
Yeah, be conscious. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So we're coming to the. I know, right? Just like we've been chatting, you don't even realise that it's just coming to an end. But um, anything that you want to mention that we haven't spoke about that you want? Think motherhood, finance, anything. What I would say is that I guess we can we control we can control our lives and control our future, whether it's the family dynamics or our financial situation. So I would yeah. say like your current situation doesn't have to be your final destination. So just because you might be in a situation now where you think, oh, you know, these kids are doing my head in, or this guy, like, like why did I marry him, or whatever it may be, yeah. it's like that changes you make that conscious decision for it to change. But yeah, things are not going to change unless you. You do something about it, so yeah. that's the one thing I would say. Be proactive. So if it's a case of you know these kids are doing my head in and I don't get no time for myself, then you need to do something about that. Don't just continue in that situation. Otherwise, yeah, you're not gonna be happy. So I think yeah, we only have a short life to live, so for let's sure. do our best. Make the most of it. Yeah. It's true. I love that. I do love that because I feel like. Sometimes our circumstances are that you kind of think, this is my, but like, you can do what you want to do. So, just about being proactive, taking the right actions. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I love having people like you on the podcast because I do feel like, for example, like, well, you're married, that's, you've got three children, you're doing like the money stuff, and you do have a career as well. Just nice to actually see I know obviously you have your issues or whatever um personally but it's a success to a certain degree. Do you know what I mean? So it's nice to actually speak to women like you so that you can, you know, advise the rest of us and give us some tips and you know, we can hopefully like you're saying take control and get our lives it to be. But um yeah. So I always end every podcast asking these two questions. So the first question does motherhood mean to you? What does motherhood mean to me? It, it's amazing. I love motherhood. It means an opportunity to raise future leaders. Like I've got three boys. That's not something I take lightly. Like the fact that God will give me three sons. That is a big yeah. responsibility. It's true. My it's not something I take lightly. Yeah, we've been talking about. You know, I I like to get me time and time away from them. But when I'm with them, I definitely make conscious efforts. They are the future, so it's like yeah. I have two generations in my hand, and I have such a big responsibility to raise them right. Like, obviously, they're gonna grow up and they're gonna turn into the adults that they're gonna be turning to, but the responsibility that I have to raise them and train them up is not one I take lightly. And it just means it's just a blessing, like, yeah, little versions of myself and my <laughs> husband, it's a, it's different personalities and all the rest of it. It's yeah, my brother, I love being a mom. Oh, I love true literally generations are in our hands and we're here shaping and molding them so it's, it's crazy and you got three black young men so honestly very... no it is it's true and then because it, it does sound really it is do you know what i mean it's, there's no way around it it, it just it is isn't it like you just look at them and you're like, oh my god, 
Yeah, true. And then, so I, like I said, I love women taking time out for themselves. I'm all about self care. So the last question is: If you had the whole day to yourself, how are you spending it? Not in lockdown or COVID or whatever either. <laughs> I can be anywhere I want to be as well. You can like, be anywhere you want to be. Yeah. I'll be on the beach somewhere. <laughs> lying down on the beach in the sun. Reading a book. Actually, I wouldn't be reading a book. I'll just literally be laying there. Drinking <laughs> That's probably more me. Drinking or eating on the beach. Yeah, yeah, that sounds nice to be fair. When will we get back to the beach and lay in there, mate? I need a beach break. I definitely need a beach Me and you both, sis. I need one. <laughs> no, me too. It means I love the sun and I love the sand. Add a cocktail and that's be there. But no, honestly, thank you so much, Tolu, for joining me today on the podcast. I know, right? Where can everyone find you? Social media and all that. Oh, guys, you can find me everywhere. So yeah. I'm on YouTube. I have a channel, Tolu from Instagram, and I have a blog, self titled as well. So you can find me. Everywhere, Pinterest as well. I'm literally online every Oh, wow, day. you are everywhere. I'm not on TikTok yet, but. Yeah, <laughs> you need to get TikTok. on TikTok. <laughs> I can't, I, yeah, I can't. Even the reels, I'm just about getting to grips with. Yeah, TikTok is. Not it's for the, it's for the younger kids, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, me and you both, I, I just can't do it. I can't. Uh, well, as I always say to everyone as well, with the with your ads and i'll add them all in the description box anyway but guys please please do check out tolu especially for the finance finance and all that stuff like it's amazing so helpful and yeah that's it <laughs>